Welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ authors. So this is Anita Kelly, and my guest today is the author Jamie Clevenger. Hello, Jamie. Hey, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks so much for being on the show. So how are you? I'm doing good today. Awesome. So glad to hear that. Um, so Jamie, let's, let's talk about what's been going on with you and, and writing and your books and all that jazz. Um, so when, when did you first publish a book? Well, I published my first book right after vet school. Uh, I was 26 at the time and I hadn't really anticipated, uh, writing for anything more than my own interests, but I decided to give it a try, and it's been a pretty fun ride since. Oh, that's great. And and when was that? What year was that? Um, I think the first book came out in 2004. Okay. And what was the name of that book? That was Unknown Mile. All right. And can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, so it was definitely one of those stories that, changed quite a bit in the writing process. When I initially wrote it, there was quite a bit of autobiographical bits uh, involved. And my first editor kind of called me out on that. And I appreciated that because I I didn't really know what I was going to do, didn't really know I was going to be publishing the story when I first sat down to write the story. And then when it got accepted to be published, I really didn't want the autobiographical parts in there. So the story kind of went from... Um, too much of my own history of early relationships into more of kind of a light mystery romance sort of story. Um, And I grew a lot in learning how to publish a story, learning what I really wanted to put out there in the world. Um, So it was a good process overall. Oh, that's great. So, so did publishing then that, that very first novel, um, that sounds like it, changed maybe your process of writing for sure um I think I initially I was more using writing as a tool to kind of process through emotions and work through things that were hard um or things that were maybe even just things that I wanted to remember so um you know early relationships and everything that had changed since I started dating women and I wanted to remember these things, so I sat down and I'm like, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go a step beyond diary and just kind of write down short stories. And that was kind of my early um, aspirations when I was writing. Mm-hmm. And I never really thought that I would share them publicly, but I um, sent the final, the early, the early first draft um, to some friends, and they're like, hey, you should publish this. And I'm like, yeah, right, never going to do that. But then <laughs> I decided to do it anyway um, as kind of a little bit of a lark after I actually right after I passed my vet school exams I'm like you know what what do I have to lose so I uh, tried to get it published and everything kind of rolled from there oh that's great that's a great story (laughs) so um when did you start writing was that like the start of your of writing like after uh, vet school or were you writing since you were younger or in college um, yeah, I mean, I started writing when I was in third grade. I know that's kind of a cheesy little story, but uh, mostly to 
kind of keep me out of trouble. Um, teachers would tell me to go write a story because I'd always finish assignments really early. And so they knew I would I was a writer. So they're like, oh, go write a story. So um, I used to write during class time to get myself out of assignments. Um, so I, nice. I don't know. I had very generous teachers. So they would let me write on the side instead of doing the class assignments. And then I just kind of always continued to um, to write short stories and have kind of a crossover between journaling and short stories. And I would share my short stories slash journals with my friends. And it was a way to um, connect with other people. Okay. But I never anticipated that it would become what it is now for me. That's so cool. That's that's really cool. So um, how many books to date do you have published? Gosh, I don't actually know. Um, okay. I think I know that's a silly answer. I think it's I think it's 12 or 13. I'm actually jumping up to look at my shelf right now. Um <laughs> I know. I, I at least keep the books. I have a copy of each one oh, so that so I don't. Cool. Uh, it's pretty cheesy, huh? That's nah, okay. You know, like once you get it out there, it feels like out in the world, and so you want to you want to look at it every once in a while. I don't I don't read them again because yeah. I'm terrified that I'll find huge mistakes that I didn't catch in the editing process. So uh -huh. I never go back and look at them. But I mean, other than to see them on my shelf, I think it's thirteen. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. That really is. Congratulations. So are you working on anything yeah. right now? Yeah. Uh, I kind of got myself a little overcommitted, but I have one book that is coming out in the spring um, that I'm in the process of editing right now. And then I have two books and that, that one's um, through Bella and that one is called One Week in Aspen. And then the, I have two books with, um, that I'm co-writing with Aurora Ray. And we have both of those books are coming out in uh, November, a year from now. So 2021. So, and so wait, you have three books in, in process I right know. now. <laughs> I do. Yes. Whoa. And it's, yeah. And how in do addition you keep to, them, you know. How do you, like, <laughs> I would be like getting confused with the characters and what's going on and wow well I don't feel confused with the characters because all the stories are really different okay. um and you know the characters start to feel like your friends but more it's just like dude my friends have too much drama going on right now <laughs> <laughs> you know like all these problems that all your friends have and you have to fix them and solve them for them and too dang much drama right now mm. but it's fun I love it um, and it'll be fun to see them all come out okay. next year. That is so cool. So, um, are you? Do you publish with both Bella and with Bold Strokes? So the the two the two books that um, Aurora Ray and I are, are co writing, we are publishing one with Bold Strokes and one with Bella Books. Oh, cool! That's awesome. So, um, yeah, it is. It's been a fun process. And, and how did you get hooked up with Aurora Ray and, and decide to, to co-author a book? Well, you know, it was a little kind of a random sort of, so we met at a conference and um, we were chatting after a panel and clicked writing wise. And we started um, 
emailing back and forth and texting. And again, I love to bounce ideas off other authors and it's so fun. I have uh, a few author friends and, you know, we just chat back and forth when we're having problems with our plots or kind of when we're bored, we um, exchange ideas of, hey, this would be a fun plot line. Let's work this up. Um, and there's several people that I've done this with, but with Aurora, it just like it just one step led to the other, and we we were really well matched for this. And so we decided, hey, what the heck? Let's try writing a story together. Um, and initially, we were only thinking one, but then um, it kind of grew into two. And so there are these two stories that are linked. Um, they happen at the same time, and so it's basically two romances that are intertwined. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. Wow, that's really cool. That's great. And um, and those are coming out next year. And then this spring, you have uh, One Week in Aspen coming out with Bella. That- yep. Okay, cool. Yep, yep. And um, so how long, on the average, then, does it take you to write a, a book in total? Like from, you know, pen to paper or finger to keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I I have been pushed right now to write a little faster than usual, and it also kind of depends on the book. Some books, man, it takes a year, and other books, it's three months, and it really depends on whether or not the ideas just flow. I think in normal circumstances, I like to have about six months to write a book, and then it takes about two to three months to edit it and to get it ready. So usually I'm writing about a book a year with my job and with my family, having kids and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this year it's been a little faster. <laughs> and, <laughs> More time on your hands? <laughs> uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> but <laughs> deadlines, deadlines, which are also good. You know, that you get pushed and, and it's amazing what you can do if you have to, if you have to get it done. Yeah, yeah. So do you... Um... Are you like a procrastinator and right up until the very end, like you're just, you know, ho-hum and then like just kind of put it out there, uh, you know, at the deadline? Oh, I, I don't like to be that person. Um, I, you know, it's, it's, it adds a lot more stress. Yeah, I like to, yeah, I like to kind of uh, work on it slowly one step at a time and be more um, diligent. But the truth is I've got kids and a, another job and my writing time is pretty limited yeah. so a lot of times it, it comes down to okay what's due next which is not the best feeling but <laughs> oh I hear you so so you mentioned you have another job right so this is writing is is really a, a side gig then yeah I'm a veterinarian and been doing that that job um since since I was 26 okay. um and that is my full-time job and the writing is definitely my, my passion on the side. Um, but I love both jobs and I wouldn't want to give up one for the other. It's just a matter of making them both work and there's not always enough time in the day. Um, but I really do love both of my jobs. So are you a, a large animal vet or a small domestic animal vet? Um, yeah, just cats and dogs for me. Um, okay. Sometimes I'll see some random other critters like bunny rabbits or guinea pigs or chickens or ducks, but I really love cats and dogs most. What's the um, oddest 
animal that someone brought in to see you? Well, uh, so my my boss um, sees everything. And sometimes when she's not there, I end up having to take a look at other critters that she would normally see, but that, uh, you know, no one else is there. So I have to take a look at them. Uh-huh. But I've literally seen everything from lions and tigers and bears. Um, seriously? That- <laughs> yeah, seriously. I've, I've literally gotten a bear hug from a bear, which is truly the best thing. Wow. Um, and I've taken, I've, you know, taken things out of mountain lions and Aww. yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. That is amazing. What kind of bear was it? You know, it was a little brown bear um, and Aww. it was a little cub um, and it was in the back of someone's station wagon and they asked me to get it out. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't actually know how to pick up a bear. And then uh, I just like leaned down and the bear reached up and grabbed me and just kind of wrapped his little arms and legs around me. Aww. Like, Oh my gosh, if I could die right now, I'd be happy. <laughs> How sweet is that? Oh, uh, yeah, that's it was awesome. pretty cool. That's awesome. Great. So, um, so yeah, I can understand why, why you're busy. And like, I think for anyone who's not as busy as you writing, you know, or working on three books in one year is like, um, that's quite an undertaking, but, uh, to have kids and, you know, family and another job and, that's a lot. It's maybe not the best idea, honestly, <laughs> but it, it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, not saying I recommend it, but I've been enjoying myself. That's cool. That that makes it all worthwhile. So Definitely. So how often do you write? Like daily, weekly, monthly? I know some people put it off and do like marathon weekends. Um, no, I write every night. Um, after I get home from work, I hang out with the kids, get everybody into bed. Um, and then I sit down and write. So I usually write for a couple hours every evening. And then, um, if I, cause if I don't, I don't, I don't keep myself focused on the writing as well. You know, I have to see the story progress. And if the story is not moving forward, then, um, I kind of lose that creative part of me yeah. and I love having it as an outlet. So I think, you know, where other people would come home and sit down and watch TV um, after everyone's in bed, I'd rather write than watch TV. So I, I get to escape in my stories. And so it's kind of my fun, my fun outlet. Okay. So do you have like a specific little like nook that you go to and, and write in or um, anywhere? Well, it's kind of right in the middle of the family room, which means sometimes I have a seven-year-old looking over my shoulder <laughs> that, or that an must, 11-year-old. That yeah. must be interesting sometimes, <laughs> depending on sometimes, what you're writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of times they've called me out and said, Mama, you just swore in that story. <laughs> like, you can't use the F word. I'm like, oh, you're reading this. Okay. <laughs> so I do try and... <laughs> I do try and time things so that I'm not writing a sex scene for when they're awake. Yeah. But um, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they see. So we roll so, with it. So w- what was your hardest scene to write? Uh, you know, for the most part, um, the scenes that I find hardest are scenes that um, 
Well, you know, the scenes that end, honestly, that end up getting cut or trimmed later. So scenes that I find boring, if I'm like really struggling to write a scene Mm -hmm. and I'm like, gosh, this is just not working. And I keep kind of hitting my head against the desk to try and get the words out. A lot of times those scenes are the ones that I go back and when I edit it, I'm like, this was a dumb scene. I'm cutting this whole thing. So um, when a scene is working well, I don't find any scene difficult to write. It just kind of flows. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of writers will say they have trouble with sex scenes or they have trouble with, uh, you know, conflict or whatever. Like I love those scenes, but, um, like a dinner party is really boring to me. And so when I write it, a lot of times I go back and, uh, figure out, okay, what, what was the actual part that I was trying to get out of this scene? Um, so yeah. Okay. So do you, um, are your stories more character driven then or more plot driven? Well, I try to make them a bit of both. Um, I, I find the character development the most interesting aspect. Mm-hmm. I love to see how people change and grow. Um, and I like to watch that. And I like to put roadblocks in their way and see how they're going to deal with challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually when I'm, when I'm first developing a story, I think of the plot first. Mm -hmm. And so I, I guess in the initial stage, I'm thinking more, okay, what's going to happen in this story as opposed to how are these people going to change? And then once I'm knee deep in it and these, these characters are becoming my friends, then, you know, I want to help them grow into better people and be happy people by the end of it. So a little bit of both. Okay. So I know, um, some people like they have these characters like first like they pop in their head and that's who they want to write about and they don't you know really know what the story is what the plot is until they actually get into it right Mm -hmm. um so have you ever kind of not really known where you're going and just kind of went with the characters and um yeah you know i mean over the course of writing I've, I've done both um one of my earlier books this is going way back um was a historical fiction um and the main character was actually based on my great aunt she um had gone through the 1906 san francisco earthquake and she had all these amazing stories of around that time mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know what, I'm going to write a book about her. Um, and so that book for sure was, uh, you know, the character wasn't her exactly, but it was based on her. So that book for sure was primarily character driven. And I didn't, you know, the, the plot was really a sideline to it. Um, but most stories, I guess I'm looking for, you know, uh, an interesting plot, an interesting place that I can put people and then the characters grow after I figured out where I want, what story I want to tell. Okay. So do you, do you write series? Like are any of your books um, a part of a series? Uh, so I've done one series, okay. um, <clears throat> which when I first re- was writing it, I thought it was a terrible idea. I'm like, what the heck did I get myself into? Because I get bored of, of characters after a while. And so I'm like, oh, gosh, I have to keep looking at these same people and thinking about these same people's lives. And, you know, what am I doing? But it was actually the most fun that I've had. Um, <clears throat> I had set it up. I was actually on vacation with my family. Um, so two kids and my wife and we were in Hawaii mm-hmm. and it was the first time that 
my wife and I had gone to Hawaii with kids. Um, we'd been before, but we were just going as, you know, a young couple out to have some fun. And <clears throat> then kids came along and we didn't go to Hawaii for a few years. And then we got enough money together and we went on another trip. But with kids, it is totally different. Yeah. Um, you go to bed early, you know, you wake up early, there's nap times involved. And it was just like, oh, holy smokes, being on vacation isn't really a vacation. Like, you still have to take care of your kids. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it was, so, it was fun, but you just do things differently. Like, you end up hanging out at the pool more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so on this vacation, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write a story about this. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a story about a character who is still trying to go on a vacation, even though they're a parent. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was... Uh, That was three reasons to say yes. That was kind of where the idea came from. And it was a lot of, you know, like dealing with being a parent, but still wanting to find love and the romance involved there. But I wanted it to be more than that. I wanted to be able to still go on another vacation. So I wrote it as a series so that the next time I could write the same story the same characters they would be in another tropical location so I could feel like I was still on vacation so we went to Hawaii first and then we went to Mexico um and then the third book I was intending to take all the characters to Costa Rica but um as the story went it didn't actually it didn't actually work out for the plot um but yeah it was supposed to be three tropical locations okay so there is a third book though yeah, so the first one is Three Reasons to Say Yes, and that one came um, first, and then it's all the all the reasons I need, and then the last one, Just One Reason, is the one that just came out this, um, this past year. I can't remember actually when it came out, but this past summer it came out. Oh, cool. What's, what's Just One Reason about? Can you tell us? So it's the last book in the series. Um, so the main characters from the first book finally get around to having a wedding and getting married in the third book. Um, and that was the part that I had kind of anticipated for the series is kind of to see their relationship through to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not the main characters in this book. The main characters in just one reason uh, are, so uh, Sam is a resident um planning on becoming a doctor and in her residency she ends up falling for falling in love with another doctor and uh the story kind of and the other doctor's name is terry so it's it's sam and terry's romance um and terry is best friends with one of the characters from the first uh book from three reasons to say yes okay. so it's kind of uh, the way to tie it all in um cool so the three th- Three reasons to say yes, I'm assuming, are your wife and your two children. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) honestly, the book doesn't have very much that's autobiographical. Um, Some books do, and this one is not. Um, Aside from the first scene being on the plane with the kid kicking. uh, So in the beginning, there's like a a scene where the kid is kicking the seat of the person in front of them. um, And that's kind of how these characters meet. And... uh, and if, if you have kids or if you've been around kids, like that's just your reality. Like it is so impossibly hard to keep kids entertained on a long flight. Oh, yeah. Um, so that that part was. Um, but the rest of it was all fiction. OK. All right. So um, in terms of like character development then um, and, and plot development, how does that compare then with a series versus like a standalone uh, novel? Well, you know, it's kind of funny because I, 
I really so focus on the story at hand um, that I forget most of the time when I'm in, in the middle of it that I have to go back and make sure it's all connecting. Okay. Um, because the the romance that I'm trying to tell with the with whatever couple, um, that's the that's at the forefront of my mind. Um, but I did try and and I'm not very good at outlining or getting everything all set beforehand, um, which is really important with the series. I know I've kind of learned my lesson and I've become a better outliner because of that. Um, but you know, most of the time I just jump in and I'm telling the story and then afterwards I'm like, oh yeah, these things have to relate and these characters have to be consistent through it. So yeah, I imagine. I guess I could do, could have done a better job. If I take on another series, I think I will uh, work harder at that. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That's, I, I think that would be like so difficult, I think to, um, to write a series after, you know, like sequel after sequel and, and, just try to keep those characters alive and and going you know um but uh people do it good writers do it it's amazing it's amazing how some people can keep going with the same character like i said i usually get bored um but it's it's also a fun challenge to say you know like hey can you do this can you keep the the plot lines feeling fresh can you keep these characters developing can you keep um your interest in it but also continue uh, things so that the writers, so that the readers feel a cohesive story has been written um, across all three stories. Yeah. So it's fun. It really is fun. Okay. So do you stick to one genre when you write, and um, or have you ventured out into others? Um, and and what do you like to write? <laughs> you know, I like to write everything, and it's probably <clears throat> a bit of a mistake, but I. I have dabbled in pretty much everything. I've written fantasy, um, which was so much fun, um, but uh, a little off off topic, I guess, for the rest of my writing. Uh, primarily, I write romance, but I also write erotica. I've written, you know, short mysteries, that sort of thing. Um, I prefer novel writing as opposed to short stories, but then I also do a little bit of poetry, and so I'm I'm really across the board. What, what do you think it is about writing a novel that you prefer over short stories? That's a good question. Um, so the beauty of a short story is that you really get so immersed in one moment in time mm-hmm. and one challenge, one, you know, one thing that's going to change you um, or change the character. But the novel, I really... I really love to see people grow and I love to see, um, I, I love to see how, you know, I know this is going to sound kind of funny, but I used to work emergency medicine and, um, in emergency, you see a patient for one problem mm-hmm. and, you know, they broke their leg and you splint the leg, you get them ready for surgery the next day and out the door they go. Mm-hmm. And you never see them back to see, you know, them running around on their healed leg. Mm-hmm. Like you just saw them when, when their leg was broken and you don't have all the follow-up. And honestly, I, I realized as well as emergency medicine pays, it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't the type of job I wanted. Um, I want to see, I want to see the, the, the dog running around playing after the leg is healed. And I want to, you know, have a relationship with that dog for their whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's 
what I feel about with writing a novel. Okay. Like it's it's as um, as as amazing as a, a short story can be, and truly it can it can be cha- life changing. And you read a short story and you're like, holy cow! Like I feel completely different about this than I thought I would, mm-hmm. um, or than I thought I had. Um, so I love both, but uh, I I love seeing the development and the relationship and the progression and growing with my characters. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's um. That's a great analogy that you used, you know, um, like I'll say like preventative medicine versus emergency medicine, right? Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. that's great. That is a great analogy. I like yeah, that. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, some people think like eh, it's not as exciting or, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, honestly, the other stuff pays better, <laughs> but it's, it's just so much more rewarding for me personally mm-hmm. to, to be able to watch. And, you know, I've been doing this job long enough and I've been at the same place long enough that now, um, as sad as it is, you know, I'm, I'm helping people say goodbye to puppies yeah. that I was there for their first vaccines, you know? So I saw mm-hmm. a puppy as an eight week old puppy and now I'm seeing it as a 12 year old dog yeah. and we're all saying goodbye, yeah. you know, cause it's time. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I've gone through this dog's whole, whole life yeah. and developed a relationship with this family through the, through this dog's whole progression and seeing, you know, how this dog has changed this family. And I feel the same way about my stories, yeah. which is why I love doing both. That's cool. That's cool. And you must be a good vet if you have, uh, you know, clients who, patients who just keep coming back to you <laughs> and you've been seeing for a number of years, really. That's great. That's really cool. Um, so, so, Jamie, do you read your own book reviews? Oh, yeah, that's that's a sticky question, huh? Um, I do. <laughs> and then and then I usually regret it promptly. <laughs> um, you know, it's one of those things where no matter how many A's you get, <clears throat> you get one C minus and all you think about is the C minus. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm the sort of student that's the A student, so it's really hard to get C minuses. Um, but I... <sighs> I've come to terms with it. You know, I think that the the main thing that I've learned uh, is that I can't write for reviews. Mm -hmm. I'll never make everybody happy out there. And I really have to um, step back and say, you know, what what story do I want to tell? What am what am I looking for out of this? You know, I don't I don't write for the money. Um, I write because I love to do it. And I also don't write to make everybody happy because there's no way to do it. There's no way to. I mean, even the most popular writers out there have people that don't like their stories, even if they're really good writers. So I feel like I'm not going to put that weight on myself. That's great. And yet, and yet it still really sucks to read a bad review. Um, For the longest time, I did not look at Goodreads or Amazon or anything. And then, um, yeah, once it, once you, once you start, it's so hard to, to, to back away from it. Once you start looking and start seeing, you know, a couple of people say something really nice and you're like, ah, Hey, this is a good thing. I want, I want that positive feedback, mm-hmm. but then you get slapped in the face and you're like, no, oh, I didn't want that. Didn't want that. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, yeah, that's rough. You know, I always think of like, what, I, what would prompt someone to write a bad review though? Really? You know, like, um, <sighs> I mean, it, I, I can tell you I've had bad reviews that honestly, you know, you, you look at it and they're like, okay, they're not actually saying that the writing is bad. And 
they're not actually saying that, you know, the, the, mo the most common bad review is just that the person simply didn't like the story you were telling. And so you're like, you know what, I can't, I can't make everybody happy and I'm telling the story I'm telling, you know, like, mm -hmm. so, so there is something to be said about um, considering the review, considering what they're saying. And if they really are saying, hey, your writing sucks, like, I think that that's something that you need to change about yourself. But a lot of times they're, they're saying, I didn't like this story. And you're like, well, okay, you know what? I don't like taking the garbage out. Like there's some things that you just don't like in life, right. but you, you know, like, yeah. so just pass on by and which is always one of those things. I'm like, why'd you bother writing a review? That's you didn't it. like exactly. the story. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that, you know, and, and why people feel compelled to do that. You know, um, I, don't, I think, I think it's just because they want to make themselves feel better. Yeah. You know, they put, you put somebody else down so you feel better is, is how it feels. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. There is something to be said about learning from your, reviews and you know taking the feedback that you can glean from them that is like hey you know what you need to work more on how your characters connect or whatever it is um and trying to put that in in context but it's hard yeah it is i you know because you know I, i've said this before it's like you know it's um it's a, a piece of you it's a part of you um and you have a real connection to that work and then to have someone you know, say something negative about it. Um, it's like saying something negative about you, right? Uh, you have to take it to heart. There's no way not to. Yeah, and I don't think they, I honestly don't think that most people who review books think about that. Like, I don't think they think, oh, you know what, uh, especially I feel bad for brand new authors. Like, I want to tell them, you know, don't, don't read your reviews until you're 13 books in. You know, because then you can put it in a little bit, you, you can weigh it more um, appropriately and say, okay, what is this person really saying when you have 13 books to look back on? But if you just have the one, it really does, it really does probably hurt a lot more. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. That's a tough, a tough thing to do though, too, to not read the reviews, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It is. <laughs> it's like, well, too, you know, I mean, like with the writing process, it's your, I mean, for me anyway, I'm sitting alone in, you know, my living room all by myself, mm -hmm. typing on the keyboard. Like it's a pretty solo process. And then you want to know, you want to know if people like your characters. You want to know if they had fun like you did, because I love it. You yeah. know, I, I love what I'm doing. And I'm like, hey, did you have fun too? Yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy this too? And then, uh, you know, so it's, it's really tempting to, to look and see, did other people enjoy it? Were other people having fun with the sex? Were other people, you know, liking liking the story? Yeah. So it's hard not to be because of that. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost, um, I like it too, when you tell a kid, don't touch the stove, it's hot. Well, they go and touch it because <laughs> they want to know what hot is, you know? Exactly, yep. <laughs> so, so, Jamie, with, with all that I've said, do you like to hear from your readers? Um, and uh, if you do, how would our listeners get a hold of you? Oh, for sure. I love hearing from readers. And I've made so many friends through that. Um, I usually, uh, easiest way to contact me is through Facebook. Um, and I try to respond to Facebook messages and try to uh, accept friends and everything. Um, 
I also do email and, you know, it's so lovely to hear from someone who's, you know, bad reviews aside, there's nothing nicer than having someone say, your book was exactly what I needed when I needed it, you know, and, and have someone really feel like, Hey, I had never read this character being portrayed this way. Um, I got a lot of feedback, um, from the second book in the series, which, you know, it's kind of a hard book. There was some, yeah, long story short, there were some like big issues the client, the 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 main character was going through and having to grow through. And I got a lot of feedback from that of like, hey, I, I, this book really touched me because of the, because you portrayed it this way, because you were honest about it. Um, so yes, I don't like reviews. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I love hearing from readers. It's yeah. it it makes it all worthwhile. Uh-huh. Even if they're like, why'd you do that? You know, it's still it's still a fun conversation to have. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right, so we we can find you on Facebook and yep. um, through email. <clears throat> and what's your email address that they can reach you at? Um, so it's JC, my initials, and then DVM. So JCDVM at yahoo.com. Okay. And um, so you had uh, just one reason recently come out yep okay so that came out this past summer and then uh next spring one week in aspen will be out and uh and then next november two books with aurora. two more books with aurora. all right yes. all right <laughs> and they will get finished real okay. soon <laughs> awesome awesome so jamie do you have any parting words for our listeners no, no, just thank you so much for uh, asking me all these fun questions. It's been it's been cool to talk to you. Great. I'm so glad. Thank you so much for being with us today. Um, Definitely. It's, it's been great to talk to you, and, and good luck with, with your three works in progress. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's all the time we have for today. And I'm Anita Kelly, and thanks for joining. Let's talk about books, baby. So until next time, may your journey be lighthearted, Peace be plenty and be safe, folks.